Have you ever had sex with a pharaoh? I put the pussy in a sarcophagus. Put the pussy in a sarcophagus. Put the pussy in a sarcophagus. Pussy sarcophagus. I'm really good at playing card games. That's what life is really all about. What the fuck is up, Duelist? Welcome to Pot of Greed, the only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaibo Court. I'm Dan, and you hurt me, Jaden. You hurt me in my huge balls. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sarah, and you know, I was busy enjoying some vintage darkness of the heart, having a great time, and then I had to hear that. Um, but hi, I'm here, and so are two very special guests who join us today for this recording. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Sure. Hello, it's me. Hello. I'm, I'm Tom, the anime sicko. I'm Joe, the anime sicko. Uh, you asked us to watch two episodes of what seems like a weird spinoff of Yu-Gi-Oh. Dollar General sure ass Yu-Gi-Oh. Where's <laughs> yeah. Yugi? Where's Joey? Why is there an elderly fop? Why is there a little <laughs> nude yellow guy wearing a Speedo? So I don't. <laughs> all the characters we have encountered, these mm -hmm. are all Yu-Gi-Oh's children. Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> famously at the end of Duelist Kingdom is like, you know, the one thing I haven't done is be fucking. Um, and then he <laughs> produces a large <laughs> brood of, of heirs to his... Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, no! I was introducing ourselves. We're the Anime Sickos. Yeah, we yeah. have a podcast. It's very funny. Uh, you should listen to it or not, depending on what you want to do with your life. But it's funny. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good. We're good. Uh, people like to have us on their shows because we're delightful fellows. We like to be been. on other people's shows because there's no work. I do. Yeah, Folks. that's also a good fun, fun part of being a guest on a podcast. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. We did ask you to perform the emotional labor of watching Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. So, no, oh, yeah, who's okay. to say? Who's yeah, to no, say? You've changed my mind. I hate this now. How dare you? <laughs> Uh, so I take it from your words here that you have never seen any Yu-Gi-Oh, any non-dual monsters Yu-Gi-Oh before. What what is you guys' history with the Tom Yu -Oh has more Yu-Gi-Oh background than I do by far. Yeah. I watched, I have watched multiple times because I find it very funny. The uh, Duelist Kingdom to Battle City. I I've gotten up to where they start talking about the Seal of Orikokos, which I find very not interesting so i haven't gotten past that but i've watched Fair the enough. dub the dubbed version of four kids dub of the version with yugi and joey and taya and tristan where fucking pegasus drinks fruit juice and says you boy that's the <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh i like i haven't watched any of these other shit someone wanted me to watch like 5xd apostrophe s which was like told to me as like, oh my god, it's like an anti-fascist narrative in a dystopia where they duel on motorcycles and it's really cool. And I'm like, I watched the first episode and I'm like, well, all of those things were technically true, but it also sucked. So I'm not going to continue watching. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you back on for that one, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> what about you, Joe? I basically all I know is that like the OG Yu-Gi-Oh cartoon was like. Uh, a saw anime he just tortures people for sinning 
That's all I know. Uh, the card game is very confusing to me. Uh, mm -hmm. I saw a card called like quadratic equation canon and I got very upset. <laughs> uh, it was very convoluted. Uh, I've never played the game. Uh, and every time I learn anything about the game, it sort of reifies that I will not play the game. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's fair. Sad. That's fair. But, uh, I do love what I did watch insofar as it's just, they're just saying nerd shit. Like I just, they're just saying Car sure. words again and again, and that's fine. Like I, 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 don't, I just don't need to pretend that there's like real rules. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah, I really yeah. love about season one, uh, the when they're in Duelist Kingdom, because like the writers of the anime, I guess didn't get told that the card game had rules. So like later on, they start actually following the rules, and I'm sure, listener, you know this, but I'm just say, speaking my truth. Uh, they start following the rules of the game where you have to sacrifice weaker monsters in order to summon a strong monster, which in this first season isn't the case. So there's literally, it's insane to put a weak monster in your deck. <laughs> like, there's no purpose. Because why would you ever not summon a strong one? And it's just very funny because of that. <laughs> because the, the game becomes sort of like an improv game. Like, who can who can come up with a rule quick enough that the opponent can't think up a counter rule in you know the next five seconds yeah yeah and cut to 10 years of anime later and here we are where listen i don't i still don't i don't know what's going on i've been doing this podcast for four years uh we've hosted four Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments um i have organized four Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments i still don't i don't know um i don't tell me how to play the game i love to see it but i just i simply don't know so you're so valid. You Four thousand life cards. points is too much. That's too many points. They have eight thousand these days. Yeah, that stresses sucks. me out. That's uh, no good. I like. You know what I like? You know what made me happy to see in GX that they still do the thing where if you get hurt, it goes beep 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 beep. beep. Yeah, they they get like a different version for every incarnation of the show. It's like it's always like the little dee 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 dee, but it like. Changes like the UI each time. Yeah, the UI was really plush compared to original Yu-Gi-Oh, but the sound effects kept it grounded. <laughs> so, is this? Did, did you guys watch the dub? Or the oh sound? hell yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. the dub. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I am by myself wrapping the sub crew. It's fine. I got this. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I will try and refer to the characters by their dub names. Like I remember them. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, my first question um, is, who are these people? Okay, <laughs> why is there so, an aged fob? <laughs> okay, that's. Are you speaking one... of the strange blonde f freak? Yes, yes, I the am. The very tall one. Okay. Um. <sighs> I, 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 I do. I. It is a bit of a little bit of a pity that you guys watch the dub because in the sub he is Italian and he says Mamma <gasps> Mia a lot. No way. Um. Very good. I'm, oh my god, the famous Italian blonde hair. Yes. Yeah. So where do we so, begin? Done. Okay. So, uh, 
Do you want me to start with the premise or what's going on this season or just this if, episode? I think, Dan, if you just tell us who the sort of four characters are that we have remaining on screen, because, uh, uh, lads, you don't need to know any of this, but we had a large cast of characters and all of them have died. I mean, they, yeah, um, we, I saw them in the intro and I'm like, and and every once in a while the main guy would be like, when I was the Supreme King, I killed everyone. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, number one. Jaden Yuki, uh, he's the main he's the main protagonist of this series. Uh, what if you gave the role of Yugi Moto to uh, a character more like Joey? Uh, he's kind of a dumbass. Uh, he's very very good at card games. Uh, okay. He's been having some emotional problems because uh, <laughs> Yubel, who is the uh, weird uh, demon. Uh, that you saw at the end of the two episodes, mm-hmm. uh, uh, has, has like, possessed his new friend for this season, Jesse. That's the uh, kid with his the blue boyfriend. hair. Yeah. Uh, and, like, has orchestrated a whole bunch of sh- stuff in this uh, realm they're in to basically get him to turn evil and uh, wipe out most of his friends. Uh uh, let's see. It seems like he did do that. Though. Like he keeps talking about being the supreme king. So like, yes. has that happened? Has yes. it like partially succeeded? And he's trying to like oh, salvage it fully the remaining. Okay. It's, so, uh, Jaden. So one of the jo- one of like the jobber monster duelists showed up and like was able to pull off this thing where uh, all of Jaden's friends were like turned into cards or like had. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Uh, they were all, like, turned into cards and then, like, played in a duel against him, and he ended up having to uh, kill them all. Uh, huh. Uh, that's a bummer. Yeah, it was a bad time. Yeah. Uh, Jaden was so distraught by this that he turned evil for a while. Uh, so he, he wasn't tur- evil when he did that. No, he was sort of okay. coerced no. into it. Uh, That's on him, I think. Also, the stakes <laughs> right now are: if you lose a duel, you die. Uh, oh, you know? well, that really ups the whole Ted. Yeah, I was. That was one of the things I wanted to ask. You know, like, because I know that in all these, you know, seasons, yeah. eventually it gets to the point where, like, we're not actually playing a card game. The card game is like, you know, it's real now. The monsters are real, and if you yes. lose, you get sent to shadow. So yeah, you lose, you die. I get you. So that'd be pretty bad. I personally I wouldn't think- like that. One final thing to to note is that I don't. They're not on like Earth, the human dimension. They're in. They got teleported twice to like a different dueling dimension. They're so that ev- you know, yeah. Basically, magic is real here, and shit's a bit fucked up. Um, yeah, I did notice one of them said like, "Your days of sending people to the stars is over." And I'm like, "Do they yes. not say Shadow Realm anymore?" Yeah, uh, the Shadow Realm was. I, I guess it got taken care of at the end of the first series. So now Closed. they have to come up with a new excuse for death. Uh, yeah, and this up they just die. Yeah. Uh, hmm. So, uh, if, should we get into it? Uh, let's see. Is there anything else? Oh, yes. Uh, uh, the the old fop the old fop is uh, Crowler, aka Cronus de Medici. Uh, he's a teacher. 
Uh, he teaches at Dual Academy, which is where this show is normally set. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh-huh. He teaches cards. Yes. He sure does. Yes, I majored in a... cards at Dual Academy. Sometime after the events of the original series, uh, Seto Kaiba set up a school specifically and seemingly exclusively for teaching children how to be really good at card games. <laughs> what a genius. He's really the greatest character in fiction. He is. Like they have classes on they have classes on drawing, but not like with a pencil, like drawing cards and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's there so to it's learn. Yeah, the closest thing they get to math is like a lot. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the closest thing they get to math is, like, playing card games, and, uh, there was a guy who taught alchemy, uh... (laughs) Yeah, do alchemy. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Uh, what is, what is, is Crowler teach, then? What's his, like... (laughs) I'm not sure what what Crowler teaches. He's just sort of, like, a supervisor. He, in, like, a couple, sometimes he's, like, the, like, vice principal or something, but uh, lately, he's uh, just well, there. Uh, yeah, like Present. his whole thing in like the second season was, oh, the main principal left, so he has to take over for him. Okay. Uh, uh, fun fact: uh, when he got that role, we also got this other character named either his name is either Bonaparte or Napoleon, depending on the version. And <laughs> he's like this little fat dude who's divorced and. Uh, uh, is sort of his, like, uh, second-in-command. Okay. Why are these guys not the main characters? I mean, that's a question that I'm is... always asking. He's... Yeah, they are our favorite characters, like, objectively. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we, we like and respect Jid and Yuki. He's fine, I guess, but... Yeah. Uh, we just want to think about our, like, Italian clown and yeah. his French dictator short king boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, so who's the floating yellow freak? Yeah, oh, is, that's is that a snarf. Oh. That's Ojama Yellow. Uh, Ojama Yellow is like a living card spirit. Uh, there's like a couple of them. Like this world they're in is like full of them. But uh, so Ojama Yellow used to follow around a character named Chaz, uh, who got uh, who got killed during that uh, whole thing I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. So he's just sort of stuck. Uh, wandering around and he's been following around Cyrus who is uh the little boy with like the light blue hair. He Cyrus is basically like what if Yugimoto was bad at card games? <laughs> yeah. Ojama Ojama is the minion of this show essentially. He's, he's like uh, the yeah, Puar. He's, he's the Puar if Yamcha well Yamcha did die and Puar never really showed up. But he's like a little floating guy who stands around and doesn't do anything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You okay. nailed it. Got it in one. Uh, are we all caught up? You want to talk about episodes? I think, uh, I think any it's... further questions from the floor before we talk about the episodes? No, I'm ready to get into cool, cool, cool. some right. nitty gritty. So in this up, we had episode 151 in Neos versus versus Advanced Crystal Beasts. Uh, episode 47 or season three, episode 47, The Power Within. Part one. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so yeah, they've crossed the vast wastelands of the dueling zone to arrive at Ubel's Tower. At the top of Ubel's Tower, they find Ubel 
perched on a throne again, lounging Skyrim Jarl style. Um, and yeah, you've also come in a guy whose whole deal was that he managed to get Exodia together again. Uh, so that's the stakes here. He must not have drawn Exodia. Should have done that. That's what I would do. <laughs> um, and yeah, Ubel is very horny for dueling Jaden. He wants to duel so badly. Um, and Jaden's sort of running towards the duel. He, in some anyway, he has a lot of doubts. as like, oh, can I really do this duel? Like, how can I do this duel and rescue my boyfriend, Jesse, without hurting him? Ah, oh, like, do I really have to do this duel? Ah! And at this point, his sort of deck comes out of his dual disc and gives him like a pep talk is it's this a game master often? anthony moment it's so awesome <laughs> <laughs> is this yeah is this like the gimmick of this series that like the uh, the cards are constantly saying shit because i uh, oh yeah i i say it's the first time these specific cards are really focusing in on him but like, but like uh card spirits general- have been following them around the whole time yeah, like in general GX, like there's a whole thing of like Judai uh, slash Jaden has the ability to see card spirits. Like card spirits are a thing that are like they're hanging about. Some people can see them, some people can't. In this dueling dimension, they can just do whatever they want. Like the cards are guys, not. Mm-hmm. All other game companies must feel like total stooges coming up with collectible card games that aren't like literally real. <laughs> like, 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 oh, you made Magic the Gathering. Like, I bet these cards aren't real spirits that actually exist. Like, no, I made it up. I'm just like, why'd I play this game? Uh, so, uh, they they give him like a pep talk. Like, don't doubt yourself. You've saved the world multiple times over the past three seasons. Uh, no one is beyond saving. Uh, there is a, a line spoken that I, I wrote down in my notes, which was as follows. You can't go into this duel doubting yourself. If you do, you will own you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, own you. They, yes, they, they said, said that in you. the dump? Yeah, yes. they said, Jubel, ju- ju- what, what, what is the monster? Uh, Ubel. Ubel. Yeah, Ubel will own you. I, I noted oh that God. as well. Uh, also, the the dolphin man oh no <laughs> specifically the, the dolphin man the do- rest are fine though they, i mean none of them are good but like the do- <laughs> the dolphin just sort of looks like hmm aqua dolphin's quite a design <laughs> and you you've you've only seen him from the front right oh god <laughs> you better yeah. believe they drew ass cheeks on him oh he caked is up. <laughs> Mwah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Judai in the sub he decides to believe in the quote unquote the power of dueling and also some weird miracle science stuff. I don't really whatever Bastion said last episode, it's fine, don't worry about it. Um and they they start the duel. Yeah. Um we have Johan well, Yubel possessing Johan's body, and he's of course or they've of course got the Crystal Beast deck. Of course. Um, so, all the crystal so much crystal talk. Yubel will not shut up about these crystals. <laughs> okay, here's another thing. Mm-hmm. Japanese media love to talk about carbuncles. I've seen in like Final Fantasy and now this Yu-Gi-Oh episode like a thousand references to carbuncles, which is something I have heard of nowhere else. They said they they fucking he fucking uh Ubel summons like a little eevee evolution and calls it ruby carbuncle and i'm just like why who's talking about carbuncles what is that a carbuncle is a little guy with a gem in his head 
guess so. Yeah, I mean, I will say I learned about what a carbuncle was from a Sherlock Holmes story. Um, okay. So I also, know that real. they are. Yeah, they are real. Having said that, I also learned about Mormons from a Sherlock Holmes story. Oh, um, they are real too, unfortunately. So, yeah. Uh, Jury's out. Uh, from what I'm looking at, uh, Carbunclo is a legendary species of small animal in South American folklore. Specifically, cool, cool, cool. Specifically mining folklore of northern Chile. Not nice. Good, so good for it. them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Japanese people love it. <laughs> do the question for the dub watchers do they still have like voices when they're in their evil fucked up forms uh like is sean shamel still here they don't have the funny voices when they're all evil and fucked up but and i really wish they did because really I, I fucking all of the so you you might have seen it a little bit but like all of the crystal beasts have are the the people dubbing this decided to have them all do, like, impressions of, like, uh, boomer Gen X uh, pop culture figures. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, you, you might have noticed that uh, the Pegasus was doing a Christopher Lloyd impression. Uh, That's what that was? I thought it was just fucking walk a horse. <laughs> I guess that's I, the th same. This was lost yeah. on me. Uh <laughs> I'd say it's less obvious here, uh, but yeah, that's that's what's going on there. Uh, the funniest one, of course, being Amber Mammoth being a weird uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Uh, oh, no done way. Done by Goku. Mm -hmm. It's very sad. Voiced by Sean Chemmel of Goku fame. Uh, oh, <laughs> He didn't talk. I'm so sad. The well, man never said sad. anything. It would have been very funny. Um... um yeah, so uh, once all the crystal, some crystal beasts are here, Judai looks at the card polymerization and has an existential crisis, um, after which he summons, quote-unquote, my favourite monster, Flame Wingman. Oh, I mean, very good whole... I didn't hmm? understand his crisis. Was it like the card is so sick? And it's... it will bring me great power? <laughs> yeah. I think it's like, he's killed a lot of people. Yeah, um, with that card? Yeah. Not with that card specifically, but that's his sort of main core thing that he does with his deck is fuse monsters together. Like, that's the card. Polymerization is the card that sort of holds his deck together, if what I am led to believe about dueling is correct. Mm -hmm. um, so it kind of makes sense why it would give him an existential crisis. Um, I was just, I mean, it. I think the, the, the fact that we didn't have the context of, like, the stakes... Meant it was like very silly. It's like, buddy, just play the card. It's cards. Just play cards. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh no, the eight of diamonds. I might get a three of a kind with this. And it's like, who cares? <laughs> like, just play. Uh, yeah, we have we have brought you in. These are the pre-finale episodes. Like next uh, podcast episode, we will be finishing season three, which is also um, the last episode of the dub. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this, sorry if there's quite a lot of explaining to be done, um, but these were, I, I, I will assure you, these were very good episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Judai Jiden uses cards magic to yeet himself into Yubel's heart. Um, because he's looking for his boyfriend Jesse, but Jesse is not there. 
I have that in my notes too. The quote, Jaden combined that inner strength with wing flame man's power to find <laughs> Jesse's spirit. I underlined that. That was important to me. <laughs> sure, it was important to Jaden, uh, except he doesn't find uh, his boyfriend Jesse inside the, the heart of darkness. Uh, because inside actually, Jesse's in the deck. Uh, he's inside the. Side. He's a card. Yeah, he's inside. He's inside a monster, Rainbow Dark Dragon, which is an evil, fucked up version of his big special card. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, this whole time, like Ubel's like taunting him and like, uh, like it's like taunting him and trying to make him feel like shit because. Uh, it's cathartic to them. Uh, fun thing, uh, Yubel, uh, non-binary in the sub. Also in the sub, they represent this by giving her only one boob. Uh, they had to Just Photoshop like a in a new person. They they had to Photoshop in an extra boob in the four kids dub. Uh, oh, yeah. No way. Yeah, we couldn't couldn't have a non-binary character. Unacceptable. Um. Sorry, I cut out for a second. Um, did you go over the part where Jesse is inside the dragon card? Yes. Yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I thought I again, you know that the show works whenever me, a person who doesn't know how the card game works, realizes sort of how the mechanics need to align with the story that's being told. Um, because the thing that uh, Jedi Jaden needs to do is to get. Uh, Ubel to play the dragon card so that he can see his boyfriend inside it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was neat. And, and just mechanically, the crystal deck, this is based on my understanding, uh, basically uh, it's pretty chill when your crystal guys die because you're always bringing them back. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't I that so. just how yeah. all these Yu-Gi-Oh decks, like, especially at this point, like the game has become so, it's expanded so much that like the only way to play is to constantly be like sacrificing, bringing back, reshuffling into the deck, drawing new cards, yeah, sacrificing. That's, like, that's just how it is. That is how it works nowadays, I think. It's very complicated. Uh, Every time I see a, someone post a Yu-Gi-Oh card on the fucking timeline, it's just like got War and Peace in that little box. And so it, like, much second, Like, ridiculous stuff. Yeah, Max read us out a card last episode, and it stressed me out so much. It was so long. I um, ache for the simple days of Reborn the Monster. <laughs> like, I just, I just... Honestly, like, the Yu-Gi-Oh deals... They they they're saying all the mechanics and all the things that are going on in the deal. I just let it wash over me like clear water, um, and just you know, I sort of nod and I go, yes, that that works. I really like how the first thing you Bell did was like I play my field spell, the dark magic field, which makes it so that I fucking can't lose. And it's just like, oh okay, that that was one of the cards we could play. <laughs> it's like was, was that you can't lose card? Oh shit, I have. I should have had that card. Mm, mm. You can't lose cards are a classic staple of uh, antagonists <laughs> in this series. Yeah, I mean, if someone plays a you can't lose card, you know they're going to lose, you know? Yeah, I mean, that was like the They're the charging up a big loss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, Jaden's playing. He's got, like, he's, like, having Neos do stuff, doing loads of damage. Uh, but, like, Yuval's so twisted they're com- they're completely unbothered by this. 
at eventually Yubel is able to summon Rainbow Dark Dragon and Jaden like sees Jesse in there. Uh I think it is it this episode or next one that like uh that Yubel messes with him by uh uh creating a like vision of a normal Jesse. Uh, I don't remember. That might be like a dub thing. I think that was spun differently in the sub because that in yeah. the sub that was just like Jaden looking over at Jesse and like remembering when his boyfriend used to be normal. Mm-hmm. Um, that that is that is that does not happen for me. Interesting. Um, but yeah, like I I really like the end of this episode because like you know the the whole duel Jaden's goal has been. Get Yubel to play the Rainbow Dragon! And, like, he succeeds in this goal, all according to Kaikaku, except now, oops, oh fuck, he's got to, like, face down with pretty much the strongest monster in the deck. Uh, and, like, he's fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought it was good. I thought it was good duel writing. Yeah. Uh, he's got, like, she's got, like, three monsters up, and, like, a single attack from any of them could easily wipe him out. Uh, yeah. So. Um,. That's kind I, of the episode for me. Anyone else got anything before we start talking about video games? Uh, I was I just going to say... Oh, mm-hmm. Joe, you, you go first, Joe. Well, my question was, I guess, mechanically, like, do you block with the monsters? Or are they always hidden the other duelist? Uh, um, if you hit, like... Yeah, you essentially block with the monsters. If it, they're in defense, uh, you don't lose any life points, but they can't attack... Uh, and if you have no monsters on the field, it's a direct attack. Uh, but if okay. they're not, if they're not in defense mode, it's basically like every monster is trample. So if like a two thousand attack hits a fifteen hundred attack, you take five hundred. Am I correct? Yes. Um, okay. Yeah, I think Yu Gi Oh has a thing where the monsters can be in attack mode or defense mode. If they're in defense mode, you it negates the trample basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember in the first season where they didn't understand the rules. Uh, attack and defense mode worked exactly the same, except defense mode you couldn't attack, so it was absolutely pointless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, pretty much anything else? Uh, I just want to say, so am I correct that Neos is sort of like the flagship card, the flagship I... monster in the guys in our main boys deck? Yes. Yeah. I, okay. I'm just going to say that this really speaks to the overall degradation in character design in GX compared to the original, because uh, Neos ain't no dark magician. I'll say that. he G, Neos ain't no summon skull. Okay, it's but a lame-looking guy. The thing, the, the thing about Neos, like, and the thing about Judai's mom, is like, Neos is like like flyer in Judai's baking kit. Like Neos himself <laughs> is there to be like the base ingredient for all sorts of sick fucking guys. And we get to see some sick fucking guys next episode. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there, there's some fun ones. Uh, uh, Neos himself is kind of fine, but we, there's some fun ones. Like the whole thing with like the, with his like special cards, his special fusion cards, it's their, Sort of modeled after like Tokusatsu dudes or something, mm-hmm. I think. So they have like some really, they are, they all have like very physical designs. I guess is the word I'm looking for. They're uh, all Ultramans. They're all Ultramans. Uh, Oops, all Ultraman. Uh, so let's talk about some video games. 
games. Okay. This week, I, I actually will demand that the actual theme music to Queens of Games be edited in because I didn't do it last week because I sang a little song. Um, as our guest, uh, would Tom or Joe like to go first and tell us about what you've been playing? Yeah, I can go first. Uh, I've only been playing two things. I used to only be playing one thing, and now I've upped the, I've doubled my capacity. Uh, I've been playing Atomic Crops all the fucking time. Atomic Crops, if you don't know, it's... Oh, yeah, uh, I've heard of that. It's a bullet hell, Harvest Moon, uh... Its biggest flaw is that it's a perfect video game, and I never want to stop playing it. Uh, <laughs> mainly because uh, it 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 does something that I wish more games did, which is just give you a genre and then have you also manage a farm at the same time. It's like such a winning combination. It's hmm. all I want to do. Like add farm elements to everything. Yeah. Um. I maxed out. It has like ascension levels, like uh, Slate Aspire. I beat it on the hardest thing. Uh, it did not fill the emptiness inside me, so I continued to play. Uh, and I've now since switched to 20 minutes till dawn, which is sort of like in the vein of Vampire Survivor, in the sense that like it's a top-down uh, shooter where there's just tons of enemies and you have to just kill them all in like last 20 minutes uh although unlike vampire survivor it's not auto attack uh you actually do have like a, a gun and you aim so it's a little more involved with it but uh that's just been occupying a lot of my frontal lobe because uh it's about builds lots of builds about debuffing mm-hmm. all those guys so you can lose a lot of time to that oh yeah oh yeah. yeah when you described it to me before i got like uh, you you said Monster Train because you sort of have two main things to choose a main thing and a sub thing, but it was I also got sort of like the Hades vibe where it's just like I gotta pick some debuffs. I know that I know that Aphrodite gives me debuffs. Hell yeah! And you're like that shit's so cool. <laughs> yeah, the the build system is really good because first of all, everything synergizes in like the most broken way possible. And how it works is every time you level up, you are presented with five power up choices. So very generous. Holy moly. It's super generous. And then the the base character, like there's, I think, seven or eight characters. The first character you have, her thing is you can just re-roll those five whenever you want. So uh, if you're trying to build a specific thing, it's it's not unlike Vampire Survivor, which you can kind of just like cheese the randomness. Uh, You can really build with intent with that. Cool. Yeah, it's also like $3. Oh, even cooler. Hell yeah. Tom, what have you been playing? I've been playing also, like Joe, two things. Uh, one is just been sort of a, a, a very mindless thing, which is I realized that after I had upgraded my computer to be able to run Elden Ring, because my computer is full of 2010 components, uh. Uh, I realized that actually Elden Ring does not really have that impressive of graphics. I mean, art design is beautiful, but like graphically, it's not much. So I'm like, I just. My computer is so fancy now, but, like, it's not being pushed to the limit. And I realized, like, there's no games that I want to play that are, like, good graphics games. So I'm like, what's a good graphics game that, like, will make me feel 
good for having a computer that can run it? And the answer I and I ended up on is uh, Forza Horizon Five, the driving oh, game. Yes. I tell you what, that game's got some good fucking graphics. Uh, I'm already feeling myself uh, fall. I'm already feeling myself uh, becoming uninterested in it because. As fun as it is to drive around a, a beautifully rendered, huge open world, uh, I don't really care that much about cars. So. It's still driving. Yeah, and like I could feel Magus from like <laughs> millions of miles away, just like yelling and hooting and hollering about Forza Five, his favorite I mean, game. It's pretty fun. I mean, you get you get cars. Uh, a lot of cars. It's another thing, like. Car, cars drift all the time. I'm like, whenever I'm driving my car and I make like a, a 90 degree turn, I'm like, car's not drifting now. Game's not realistic. <laughs> 90 degree turns are easy to make. I don't know what they're trying to say in this stupid game. Uh, anywho, the other game that I've been playing, I think I, I just finished it. I don't know if I'm going to keep uh, keep at it. Is Neon White. It's Everyone knows oh. about Neon White. Yeah. It's the fucking first person shooter, puzzle platformer, speed running game. And, you know, just everyone says it's good. And guess what? It is. They're right. Uh, it's fucking fun. You go around, you solve the little puzzle platforming uh, levels. It's essentially Donkey Kong for the Game Boy remade with modern technology. Uh, I will say, though, that anytime I see people online who are, like, praising the character design and, like, writing and story... That's just like they're speaking a different language. It's like they're on a different planet. I can't stand that shit. It's so it. Every it's a musical time. theater voice. Oh my. Okay. Who I, I know this is not the actor's mm-hmm. fault, and it never is. It never is the actor's fault. But whoever it was, whatever voice actor director decided that the way that you're going to depict in audio that a female character is not like a full grown adult, it's like a teen or younger. The way you're gonna have that occur is you're gonna cast an adult woman and have them put a very annoying nasal affect over their voice something no human has ever done in their real Mm. life and then this now you know that this is a teen girl and it's like oh fuck stop doing that uh one of the main characters talks like that uh exclusively is so it's so bad I was hurt by like the thirty seconds of you doing that. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, it's quite so. bad. This character talks a shit, a shit ton, a lot. Oh, also their whole, their, their like, uh, a, their whole character is like uh, Spencer's gifts. They're like, I, uh, I'm cute and cuddly, but I love blood. And it's like, oh, really? You love blood? Wow, who would have thought? Um, mm, anywho, the actual gameplay fucking up. whips. It's so fun. I don't have any Steam friends who are playing the game, and I imagine if... Because when you beat a level, the first thing you see is your time compared to your Steam friends. And I imagine if I had anything to, like, compare myself to, I would be, like, going nuts trying to beat everyone. But I don't. So I just got uh, the S-rank medal at all the levels, and I'm like, I'm done. Uh-huh, it's uh-huh. fun, though. I recommend you play it. Just don't, don't, uh, don't look at the story. <laughs> I did see someone who... Uh, uh, got like number one on their like friend leaderboards and changed their username to everyone below this is gay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, real vintage humor. <laughs> yeah, that's that's 2010 stuff. Uh, um, Dan, did you have other games to talk about? Yes. Uh, so I talked a bunch about video games yesterday during our last recording, but there's one I I skipped over. 
So one week ago for you, the listener. Ha ha. So sorry, carry on. Uh, I uh, played. Uh, so after playing the Slayer's X demo and getting in this sort of like boomer shooter mood, I decided to uh, start playing Duke Nukem 3D with uh, <laughs> eDuke32, which is a uh, source port that makes it more playable on a modern system. Uh, surprisingly fun game. I for I, hmm. I it's it, I enjoy uh shooting alien bastards with my gun. Uh of course, as everyone knows, first person shooter, you play as Duke Nukem, the coolest man you could ever think of in the mm-hmm. year 1996. Uh <laughs> and uh he he shoots he shoots bad guys with he has to shoot those alien bastards who shot up his ride and save the babes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, he, it's it's a it's a good game as it turns out. There's a reason why people waited like 14 years or whatever for Duke Nukem Forever to come out. Uh, let's see. So One, sorry to interrupt, yeah? but I just had the realization that I have heard. The, this person Duke Nukem being like referenced in things for like probably the last five of years of my life you know ever since I started interacting with gamers I have never known what this was yes uh, I didn't know it was a video game uh, Duke Nukem is a pastiche so... of like uh, 80s action film protagonists uh, essentially uh, that's making sense. That's make a proposed feature film. Mm, wild. Sorry, uh, I'm just on the Wikipedia page. Anyway, carry on, Don. Uh, the one thing that's that I'm that's just really getting to me as I play this is I keep thinking of uh, the Twitter quotes of Duke and uh, the voice actor uh, Gianni Montegenero. I think that's how his name is pronounced. Uh, at just like reading off all these like goofy shit posts in Duke Nukem voice. Like, time to watch a porn film. Those <laughs> alien bastards fucked my car. I am putting <laughs> bullets in my gun. I'm going I'm going to kick ass and chew uh I don't remember the line. Uh <laughs> Oh, I remember. I'm going to lick dick and chew bubblegum and I'm all out of cum. Stuff like that. No. <laughs> yeah. So good stuff. Yeah. Yet again, I am in the Queens of Games segment taking psychic damage. Mm. Um, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, is that she? Also, Argyle, I know you're in the chat. Did you want to jump in with some stuff? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cool. So that leaves me. Uh, I have. I'm still just watching videos of other people play Elden Ring, a game that I will never play, will never be able to play. But I just kind of like to look at the fucked up little guys. You all know about it. I talked about it last week. I feel the same way about Souls games. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to, in the middle of the podcast, give a special shout out to our $10 patrons. You get the privilege of being shouted out in the middle of the episode. So I want to say thank you. Oh no, I dropped my pen. I want to say thank you to Daniel Kalaskas, Eruviru Nero, Wyvern, Pagliacci, Protege, and Sarvis. Thank you very much for giving us 10 fucking dollars. Legends. Uh, and your nuts and hole will be coming in the post very soon. That is a threat. <laughs> the uh... post. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, <more> in. <laughs> so let's let's get back to Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, we have aired this up episode 152 super polymerization activates rainbow neos just in time for the end of pride month thanks to yukio gx mm-hmm. uh, what's it in the dub season three episode 48 the power within part two i don't know why i asked <laughs> um so we start this one off with actually wait sorry i'm trying to interpret uh, my notes give me one second we we open with Yubel getting very excited about uh, being able to exact revenge on Jaden. Uh, yeah. Uh, that okay. Now I understand what my notes mean because mm-hmm. Yubel is like it. It became very clear to me in this episode that the sort of culmination of why Yubel is so fucking mad at Jaden is just because they are jealous of Jaden's love towards mm-hmm. Jesse. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much and now it's all kind of making sense like why they specifically possess Jesse and like why Jesse needs to be here at all because I really wasn't sure about that until this point um, and again in the sub specifically Yubel like keeps referring to Jin as like my beloved um, and like I, I don't really know what's, what specifically is going on here but like it's something LGBT and I, ju- I just appreciate it mm-hmm. um but uh, mostly there's just a lot more dueling at the start of this episode. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you, Bell, says that stuff in this in the dub. I didn't pick it up on it if they did. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, Bell's mostly Project. just focused on, like, getting revenge because, like, she was a card that Jaden had to get rid of because she was evil. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> uh, so Jaden's, uh, Planning some potential strategies to like take out the dragon, uh, or like face it head on, uh, and as part of his strategy, he uses flute of summoning Karibo, and he ends up in heaven or Karibo's <laughs> light. Yeah. So, okay. So, so I was watching this like in the living room with my flatmate, um, and like whenever like. I don't fucking know what happens. Like, Jin takes big attack from the rainbow dragon or something and, like, Karibu is there and, like, all we see is just, like, a really big explosion and then it cuts to, like, Jin being in heaven and my flatmate was like, oh my god, he died! (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. Uh, uh, (laughs) I I, I gotta say, I do love the 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 overture, the, 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 like, uh, we're doing our due diligence, okay, so don't yell at us. Of having there be any decision making in mm-hmm. in the duel, rather than just like I drew the card I need and here it is, where it's just like <laughs> I have two options here. One, I can play the grand mole and immediately lose, or I can play these other two cards. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, great strategy session, Shaden. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think you hit the you hit the mark. We've got to take it to the committee of all the Crystal Beasts brackets nice version and, you know, really deliberate on this decision before we can move on with it. Yeah. Oh, I also love that the the good version of the Crystal Beast, Topaz, Tiger, what have you, is so absurdly, like, you know this is a girl, right? <laughs> like they make the they make the tiger pink. They give her huge eyelashes. It's like this oh, yeah, is a yeah. girl tiger, mm-hmm. folks. Do you get it? And it's like yeah, I get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think she's amethyst cat. 
Yeah, that's Maybe. Amethyst Cat. Uh, the tiger is the, uh, the other one. Uh, okay, I knew it was a big cat. But yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, I, I honestly, I, I wouldn't. I was, if you had told me that they made Topaz Tiger a girl in the dub, I don't know because they're afraid of any kind of queerness. Like I would just believe you. Like that sounds like something four kids would do. Um. Uh, so. So also in the committee meeting, all the the nice crystal beasts tell him that he can save Jesse if he just gets Rainbow Dragon back to normal and stops it being. Dark Rainbow Dragon, and once he does that, then Jesse will be able to be free of mm-hmm. Shadow or something. Um, so he sort of finds this out and come back, comes back to the duel. Um, I did really enjoy. There's a moment in which Yubel makes the evil version of Topaz Tiger attack him for no reason. Like this will not accomplish anything mechanically. They're just petty and want to like hurt people. And I gotta say, I. I I do relate to that. I feel like I've done that playing Magic the Gathering. So, uh, Jaden does, like, some stuff. He, like, he, like, gets out Aqua Dolphin, uh, as we noted before, an air hummingbird. Gets those cheeks out. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets, and, uh, like, gets out Neos, puts them together to create elemental hero Storm Neos. <laughs> Uh, I thought very cool, very cool guy. Got wings. Yeah, looks sick. Mm. Yeah, he looks red. Yeah, he looks okay. Yeah. He's no he dark magician. Uh, you set the bar that high that early. You gotta keep up with that. He's over designed, I tell you. But I, he definitely that, looks a lot cooler. That than does Neos. remind me that uh, I'm. Fam- I I think I'm one of the few people like familiar with a bunch of the later series of the group. I do know mm. that in Zexel, uh, uh, they, uh, the main character kid, like, uh, gets, has, like, his own version called, like, Gaga God Dark Magician or something like that, or just Gaga God Magician, uh, oh, which- Oh, he picks up that card! Yeah, he's, like, Dark Magician, but even more, like, uh, emo ten-year-old. It's great. Oh my god, I gotta look I- this up. Yeah, because there's the, just like a bunch of cards and they say gaga giga google on this top and I'm like, what is going on here? This <laughs> this rules. Oh my god, he is so cool. He's got chains. He's from Spencer's Gifts. He's Could you post chains. pictures yes, in the chat? Yes, let me post right now. Uh, where gaga, is- dark magician. Gaga. Uh, I will post it. Oh, he's so sick. Aroma. Ah, ah, look at him. Yeah, I like to see him. Mm-hmm. I will say, like, you know, out of all, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! cosplays that I see, Dark Magician and Dark Magician Girl cosplays are, like, some of the most frequent and they're always really good. And, like, yeah. I mean, not... It, it is pretty much the coolest character design. Like, um, I do have to... Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, Tom. Um, uh, so... So, yeah. Uh, Jaden... Uh, oh, yeah, episode. Yeah, he got Stormneos. Uh, Stormneos can do a thing where he destroys all the spell and trap cards, which includes the field spell that created the darkness. Uh, yeah, the I can't lose spell goes away. Now they yeah. can lose. Yeah. Yay! Uh, and this, um, this, like, so destroying the crystal beast, this destroys the crystal beasts and makes them normal again. 
presumably because of mechanical reasons that make sense, that, but I wasn't really paying attention. Um, but like they're normal again, and because they're normal, they like call into Jesse, who's inside the dragon. Um, and there's just like a shot of Judai like looking lovingly at his boyfriend of the dragon, uh, which makes you Bell very, very mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, Neos gets like blown up, and Jane's down to three hundred life points. Uh, yeah, but I do love the constant counter, the yeah. little bar. Yeah, he's like, it's like going up and down. Like he was able to get it up a little bit earlier when he got like those monsters out, but now it's down to like a very small amount. Uh, so, uh, Ubel is like planning something because uh, she she wants like Jaden to use. His most powerful card, which, as it turns out, is super polymerization, which he has drawn. And he's like... Yeah. He's, like, really worried about it. Do, like, if I play this, will something bad happen? Uh, I mean, fair enough, because the last time he played it, all his friends died. I think um, it was actually, like, someone else played it against him. I don't oh, remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, true, true. Uh, like, this was this was the card that turned him evil. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, basically. Yeah. Um, the 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 um the quote he says in the sub when he draws it he says oh no the dark card that led me into hell. <laughs> so I well, I will will assume that that was not said in the four kids because we can't acknowledge the existence of hell. Right. Um. But It'll I thought be it was star. Uh. So. Uh. He he like uses it. He gets Rainbow Neos out, which is basically mm-hmm. this big angelic super titan uh fucking I- incredible design uh yeah i did prefer storm neos but you know this is still yeah. pretty cool yeah uh still a cool guy uh and Yubel reveals that uh this is like by doing this he's able to get rid of like the uh he's able to deal with uh the rape the like dark rainbow dragon he, like, brings back Jesse and, like, uh, Yuba, like, floats out of, uh, uh, Jesse's body. Uh, and... Yeah, because presumably whenever, uh, Dark Rainbow Dragon got fused with Neos, it had to be the normal Rainbow Dragon, so the card made it the normal Rainbow Dragon, which freed Jesse... Yeah. Right? That's what- is that- Yeah, I I assume huh? just because, like, the Dark Rainbow Dragon's not no longer a problem, uh, Jesse's free to go. Uh, yeah, there was, like, a lot happening. I had to rewind a few times, and I'm still a bit hazy, but yeah. Yeah. Ubel's out here fiend form. It, it, it's good to see. We do love to see them. Yeah. Uh, so, Ubel reveals that this this was going all according to Kaikaku. Uh, <laughs> she uses a card called Last Trick, uh, and Yubel's trick, uh, Thousand Buster. It creates this big explosion, which causes them both to lose. Uh, yeah, I didn't get that because they said like at all of our monsters under a thousand attack or destroyed mm-hmm. which then hurts us for a thousand damage i'm like n- neither of you have monsters that have that few attack but whatever 
Right. I'm not going to complain. It happened. It's in the script. Uh, I mean, because the thing that Ubel wanted from this was the super polymerization card. Like, the, mm-hmm. the Ubel's trick card, what it... if Correct me if I'm wrong, but what Ubel's trick did was basically steal the last, uh, like, magic card that you, their opponent played. Mm-hmm. So that now Ubel has the super polymerization card, which oh, is the yeah. thing they wanted all along. Yeah, I, oh, that was hilarious because they were holding it, and Jaden says, "Like, you pal, you can't just take my card." <laughs> it's, it's like, I'm sorry, but this is not like life and death. Like, why don't you just jump them? Like, why don't you just beat the shit out of them? <laughs> but like, it's like, yeah, no, actually, it's in the rules that I have this card now. <laughs> it was in the rules. Uh, um, I forgot about that. <laughs> so there's a big explosion. They both lose. And that means a new duel has to start, uh, and it's Yubel says it will begin in Oblivion, and presumably that's going to be the final duel of season three, uh, and the final duel cool. of the dub. Mm. A redo. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I'm gonna be real. I ha- I did not clock that the duel like ended. I thought that like there was just like a lot of damage and a big big explosion, and they and that it was just still gonna keep going. Yeah, they should have like. This makes sense. They should have like shown the counters tick down to zero. I am. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. I mean, also like last episodes, last podcast episodes. I thought the duel ended an episode before it did. So, what do I know? Um. Right. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to next episodes. I again like got got excited. Was really looking forward to seeing like Judai do the whole duel with like Johan like in his arms, like defending him from Hubel. Um, but uh, that's just because they're boys that I love and I'm very emotionally attached to. Um, uh, yeah, that's episodes. Yeah, uh, I don't have a post show segment prepared, but uh, if you want, we have quite a lot of questions. Yeah, let's read some questions. Um, before we end, again, are there any further questions about the Yu-Gi-Oh! episodes from the lads? Here? All the monster designs remind me of, like, later oh, no. Digi-Evolutions. Digimon is pretty good, so I understand. <laughs> <laughs> They're all, like, humanoid, uh, metal guys. I, I will say that, uh... With no context, none of the three <laughs> preceding seasons of context... Uh, giving any stakes to what's going on. I gotta say, this two-parter was a... Uh, it was an experience to watch, because I'm just like, yeah. what the heck? Who cares? Play the card! Stop moaning! <laughs> I, I got dropped Who's into Jesse? someone else's lucid dream. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, I have gotten to the stage where, like, I'm asking people to come on. I'm like, yeah, you want to come on for season four of GX? And they're like, I only watched... Duel monsters, and I'm like, cool. Well, do you want to wait until we start the next Yu-Gi-Oh season so there's less contacts that we're required to catch up on? And they're like, yes, please. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said Zexel before. Is that? Did you? Yeah. Did I have a stroke? What is that? Okay, so I don't know. I can't I'm wait to o- find out. I'm the only one who really knows about this. So there's Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Duel yeah. Monsters. We know him. Uh, there's GX, which we watched. Uh, there is 5Ds, which is the one with the motorcycles mentioned before. <laughs> yes. uh, then there's Zexel. Zexel is, uh, after all of these, it is its own continuity. Uh, it's, uh, it's 
it's trying to like simplify it a bit more after like the very extreme high stakes stuff that happens in late GX and five Ds. Uh, it's mm-hmm. more bring it back down to earth. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, it gets wild, but that's not until like towards the end. Uh, but like, we're have. Are you? Are, do you mean to say that there are duels in which whoever wins or loses? The only thing that's going to happen is someone's going to be like, hey, I won, or nah, I lost. It's like, yeah, yeah. that's wild. That is unbelievable. Yeah. In that's my opinion, it's got to be Russian roulette. There's some wild, <laughs> like, it'll, it gets wild towards the end. Like, there's space aliens in, like, the back half, I think. Okay, uh, and they like cards also. Yes. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I do miss this, you know, se- I thought season, like, season one of GX was really, really good, and I kind of miss that, yeah. like, the, the stakes of, like, oh, we're doing the duel, and if I lose the duel, then, like, I'm gonna drop down to grade, and everyone's like, oh my god, no, and it was really good, yeah. um, and I really like this, but I kind of, I do miss that, like. Uh, so, uh, uh, then there's Arc V, uh, Arc V is, well, uh, Arc v- There's so much more. There's like three more, I think. Yeah. Right, Dad? Yes. Uh, Arc oh, V wow. is uh, the one that. Uh, let's see. It. It. Uh, it's. It's kind of weird. It has like a whole pseudo crossover thing going on where like alternate versions of the past series show up. Uh, oh shit! And then there's. Uh, Brains, brains. I can't get into brains, but I've heard good. I've, I know some people can get into it. It's a, uh, it's like Yu-Gi-Oh a brains. Brains. V r a i n s. V. Yeah. It's it's like trains, but with a V at the start. Yes. Yeah, so uh, that's that's a. Uh, well, I'll I'll just sum it up by saying what uh, brain stands for, which is uh, virtual. Reality, artificial intelligence. Uh, I can't remember what the NS is like. Like uh, neuroscience. Neuro- yeah, let's say neurosis. Net systems. It's net systems. Net systems. They're like dueling over cyberspace. Yeah, they jack into the matrix so that they can play cards better. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Uh, I didn't actually know that. And then there's sevens, which is the latest series that I don't know anything about sevens, so I can't tell you about that one. Uh, I think wow. there's, there's a little boy in it. That's all I know. Yeah, I'm just uh, wondering, like, what is going on in the staff's mind that makes them decide to re- do a new series rather than continue? Like, at one point, at what point in making a Yu-Gi-Oh series does the decision get made? Like, we got to cut this one off and start with a new one because, like, I mean, they're still going to be playing Yu-Gi-Oh in all of them. It's yeah. not like it's going to be that different. Well. The games get more complex as the years go on. I can tell Did, you that. Am uh, I right in thinking that Sevens like in was this the series that they used to like introduce like a new format to the card game where yeah. like you only play three cards instead of five cards to your field or something? Yeah, like right. Sevens has like speed dueling, uh, which, mm. which I think is based off something from like the mobile game or something. Uh. It, yeah, like it, it, it just seems to be tied quite closely to marketing and stuff. Yes, from what I can tell. Yeah, I don't know. I, I will so. find out. <clears throat> that's why card games exist. Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah, change it up true. every couple years, uh, and with that comes a new anime. Uh, all right, gamers, I'm booting us onto questions here. All right. Um, starting with the Twitter, 
uh, which we have one actual, well, first of all, we have three comments, one of which says Anime Sickos Podcast. Don't know what that is. That's true. Um, I'm sure we'll find out. Uh, Another comment from uh, Twitter user Joe at Sharia Uncle saying, watching the second Avenue, and these freaks love talking about cards. They do. They say the full name every time. It's so tiresome. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. And then our third and actual question, which is from Jasmine Marsh at Padmon on Twitter. If you had to design a possessor spirit, what would be something that is non-negotiable in the design? Um, I mean, I do think they nailed it with like one titty, one flat chest side. Uh, I mean... Yeah, I'm gonna go with... Well, I I mean, it goes without saying, but they gotta be caked up. And and when yeah. they possess That's true. when they possess the person they get caked up too. That's how you can tell. That's like the visual shorthand for this person is possessed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That's really good. Uh I agree with everything that's been said. Uh I would also add that the character has a long nightcap and a drippy candle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with everything that's been said. One titty, huge, huge ass. Thick, luscious cheeks, drippy candle, and nightcap, uh, and also has got to be a dolphin. All right, <laughs> sweet, cool, we, everything, all the essentials. All right, I'm writing all these down and uh, going to. We're going to submit it to. I'm going to find a furry artist who's willing to draw that. <laughs> Aqua dolphin is such a funny name. I really enjoy Aqua dolphin. Mm-hmm. As opposed to all the other milieus, one finds a dolphin. <laughs> Uh, on Discord, Hornmeister asks, if you could add a monster type to the card game of Yu-Gi-Oh, what would it be? Which one do you think should be removed as it, or is superfluous? Uh, we, we got there in the end. So is this kind of like a high, like, oh, there's bug type and grass type? Why do we need both kind of question? Gonna be real, I don't know enough about Yu-Gi-Oh card types. I'll yeah. say... Um, what? I was going to say, like, uh, I'm, I played Magic a lot. And mm-hmm. the thing about Magic the Gathering is that there's a lot of boars. There's a lot of boar cards. And I think Yu-Gi-Oh! Does it have boars? Uh, it's got I... pigs and boars, and I think, but not as a type. I can't remember ever having seen, like, a pig or boar card. Like, there's yeah, a I lot of pandas, moles, bears... Some great bears. We love Coach Captain Bearman. Coach Captain Bearman is so good. I don't think there's any boars. Yeah, I just want like some feral pig that roots around. Yeah, yeah. You gotta put boar in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pig type, we can have some cops in there as well, just for variety. No, no cops. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I'm taking cops. I I will say that this, I don't think this is a type, but I thought it was very funny in the early uh, season one with joey's deck joey wheeler uh he had two monsters in his deck that looked identical save for very small differences and saved and served identical purposes in that they were weak monsters with no abilities so there was no point in them ever showing up and they never did anything but there were two of them and i remember both of their names because they were very funny when he said them in his terrible voice and they are (laughs) alligator's sword and garuzzi's uh, who are both alligator men with a sword, <laughs> but slightly different. <laughs> well, I do oh, you're love, bringing me right back. I do I love, love an alligator man with a sword, but I, I understand. We, you know, the warrior, the warrior archetype is kind of lame. Maybe cut that mm. one out. 
Uh, yeah, those were warrior types. I thought they were beast types. Yeah, well, we should just fuse those into one type. Yes. The furry type. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to add monsters that uh, do the Scarlet Rot to your opponent. Um, I think that would be cool. Um, right. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Max in the Discord asks, uh, congrats slash oh no. Your soul has been sealed inside a big fucker card such as Rainbow Dragon, but you need a full set of cards in the field to summon it. What archetype of cards would reflect you and your personality to the... Max, this is a very long question. I'm going to need you to cut some for next time. What archetype of cards would reflect you and your personality the most to the point that it guards your soul? You can make your own archetype up if you want. I'm not your dad. I mean, for us, it is it is the four archetypes that, that oh, yeah. make up what Anime Sickos is all about. Anime, gaming, posting, and jobs. Put all yeah. four of those on the field. <clears throat> they summon me, and I'm the worst card ever. My attack points are so low. It no, we're so, both so on the card. It's two pigs. It's us. Two oh, little yeah. piggies. Fuck. You're right. Yeah, yeah. It's two it, little it, hogs. <laughs> There's an attack mode and a defense mode hog. Yeah. And our special ability is that we do bits. <laughs> I'm, that's kind of what the Ojamas are. Um, remember <laughs> oh, the no. like the fucked up yellow little guy? Like yeah, That's no, kind of what you described. Yeah, there were two <laughs> no. other ones, and they were like green and black. To be clear, we love the Ojamas. They're our favorite cards. Ojama Yellow, the fucked up little guy with the pants. Love him. Hmm. He's very good. Uh, for me, I think... Um, listen, I'm sorry I'm at costumes. Like, you have to like put seven types of sewing machine on the card and then I'm there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, easy. Easy peasy. Um, uh, Kirby the Cleric. Sorry, Dan, you did not answer that. Oh, yeah. I'm... Well, I have cut you off. I think, well, the things that are most important to me are uh, tabletop games, uh, cooking, and uh, furries. So you gotta summon a card from each. You gotta summon three cards that represent all those. So, like Mm -hmm. Hungry Burger, uh, Coach Captain Bearman, and uh, uh, Dice Jar. I don't know. Yeah, the yeah. tracks, all the all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirby the cleric asks: Does Topaz Tiger have any topaz on their body? Are the spikes on Topaz Tiger's ankles ma- meant for the same purpose as spikes that come out of car wheels in movies? Oh, like in Ben Hur and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think it. Maybe. I think this is correct. Uh, topaz Tiger has that big blade on his forehead and i think that's the topaz uh he can really fuck you up with those uh little blades on his ankles or i'm thinking about the big lions in elden ring which have big sword and attack you that's what topaz oh. tiger's doing hell yeah uh do they hell like yeah. hold them in paws or are they like strapped to their legs or do they keep it in their yeah. mouth it's like sort of strapped to its arm mm-hmm. and it just I know it's kind of like the tiger is making the lashing, or the, the the lion is making the the paw swiping motion that a regular lion would do, but also it's got a sword on its arm that also attacks you. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Those it stresses me out. They're hard to beat. Yeah, I, I would never play this game, but I just like to see the lions. They're very cool. Um, yeah. Kirby the cleric also asks, "Hey, summer game sales are going on. Do any of the hosts or guests?" Have recommendations of things that are on sale? Hmm. 
Well, uh, what's on sale? Let let me think real quick for a second. Uh, Apparently not Elden Ring. Yes, clearly not Elden Ring. Uh, well, hmm. I guess. Oh, it's Spirit Fair. It's Spirit Fair. That's a really fucking good game. Uh, you should play it. Twenty minutes till dawn is not on sale, but it's also still only three dollars. <laughs> it's basically so, on sale. Yeah, uh, I cannot sing Atomicrops is praise enough. I. Uh, it is just like the it's it's like a fidget toy for your brain. Yeah, when you talked about that game, I did look it up, and it is six dollars on the Steam on the Steam Summer Sale, so it's very yeah. affordable. Basically, yeah. they both fall into Audrey's category of not buying games that cost more than ten dollars or whatever their category. No are. more than twenty dollars. Uh, oh, comp- that's so much money. Uh, compilations don't count. Well, compilations then each game counts as that t- towards that twenty dollars. What? Uh, we have a question from Shannon that we'll save till next week. Um, and our final question in our Millennium Bag chat is, fellas, is it gay to overcome the card that represents your trauma to fuse the cards that embody you and your boyfriend in an act that saves his soul? Yes, it does. Thank yes. you, Devin. Yes. Like, again, I'm, I'm looking at this episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX and I'm saying something LGBTQ just happened here. Um, and I'm <laughs> nodding and smiling at it. And that is the end of our questions, I believe. Uh, yes, we have no more on the Twitter, and we are at the end of our Millennium Bag chat. So, um, guests, where can people find you on the internet if they would like to do so? Oh, on Twitter, I am at Tom Harrison nineteen. Also, our show and my podcast, Anime Sickos, is called Anime Sickos. So, if you were to look it up on whatever podcast place you use, which I know you do, if you're listening to this, yeah. I know you know how to do it. You'll find there's no other one that's gonna show up. The top one, if you search anime psychos, that's gonna be us. Uh and you can listen to that and that's very fun. There's a lot of good gags on that show. Podcast good. Yeah. And uh I, if you wanted just me and not Tom for some reason, uh I'm on Twitter as Sharia Uncle. I post pictures of my cat uh and talk about mental illness <laughs> so like those those are appealing to you by all means yeah i love to see at least one of those things um yeah i did i did um post anime psychos in in podcast chat and i do distinctly recall argyle saying i that i don't like it the cover art is scary i'm not gonna listen and i said fucking listen you coward um, it is yeah very, we're so gross on there it is very challenging art but you know it's, that's it's good to see. Our, our shit challenge you. You know, <laughs> we went to uh, Sean Bowers, who is the. Can you make us art. fucked up with yeah, our we, like direction? <laughs> like, please make us look off-putting. Make the make the colors awful. Make us drippy. Uh, yeah. And his first thing, he's like, "Does this look good?" I'm like, "It sure does." No notes, and that's our show art. <laughs> yeah. That's not entirely true because there was one edit, which is it, it, the original version was way too drippy. We're like, we have to cut. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think we, we had runny noses. Some of the drip. Yeah, we had runny noses or something, and I'm like, "This is a little too much." But it was like he got back to us with the corrected version within like ten minutes. Yeah, uh, yeah. what a king. 
Turns out, turns out you can have too much drip. Yeah, we, yes, yes, you really <laughs> yeah. can. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, as you'll know from how often I've mentioned fucking looking at Elden Ring this episode, I love to see a fucked up little guy, so. um, Yeah, it's good to me. Dan? Yeah, uh, you can find me at a lot of places. Uh, you can visit my Twitter, at BiggerChallenge. You can find my uh, my uh, YouTube channel, Big Challenges. I've got a heavily modded Fallout 4 Let's Play I've been uploading. Uh, hmm. Good fun, good fun. You can listen to my other podcasts, which include The Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. Uh, <laughs> I've been kind of slow with uploading new episodes, but the uh, most recent one to go up as of this recording, we talked about... Uh, some old Tyson Hess comics and the uh, uh, fan comic Hanging Out. It's it, it's great. It's a really good web comic. Uh, you can listen. Oh, uh, you can listen to uh, video games, the movie, the podcast, a video game movie review podcast that I'm doing with my my friend Maxie. Uh, we had a friend of the show, Morgan Kurskoat, on to talk nice. to talk about uh, uh, cinema classic Resident Evil Apocalypse just yesterday, and our next movie is going to be with uh, uh, Maxie's boyfriend Zach. We're going to talk about uh, Doom, uh, the Doom, the Doom film. Uh, the first-person shooter uh, sequence with The Rock. I think that's yes, in there. starring The Rock, yes. Oofa doofa. Uh, Damn. You can also uh, visit... Uh, you can listen to my finished podcast, Chill Bleed, about Ill Bleed. My inactive podcast, Stranger's Fiction. It's an actual play. And last but not least, you can visit at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh... It'll be probably be the day after July 4th, uh, so this will be a little late, but uh, happy 4th of shit, Xbox. Happy 4th of shit, Xbox. 4th of shit. I'm just, again, I'm looking at the um, seeming development hell that the Duke Nukem movie seems to be in, but you know, maybe one day you'll get there. Um... I have been Sarah. You can find me everywhere, pretty much at Sarah McCostumes, MCC Costumes. Last episode, I already talked about like a bunch of stuff that I've been doing on other podcasts and things. To just go listen to that, it's it's literally been one day. Like nothing has changed. Um, and together we have been Pod of Greed. You can find us on Twitter at Pod of Greedcast. Uh, you can join our Discord if you go to kaiba.online, a um url that i still own and will continue to own for a long time because it rules um we are back on tumblr um dan you've been running uh tumblr there uh once again mm -hmm. raised from the dead and most importantly you can find us at patreon.com forward slash pod of greed and at the end of the episodes we like to thank our five dollar patrons so i just want to give a big shout out to colton crow drevian emery joel thomas ndn snufkin riley hopkins and shadow sandbag thank you very much we know um, riley we know that name yeah Riley's yeah great did do they give you money they were okay. a guest on our show they uh, talked about uh power rangers for a very long time I know this. That's the reason I found out about anime sickos. Oh, hell yeah. 
Riley um, rules. Riley gave me the task of naming ten Power Rangers fr- first and last names, and that motherfucker could barely do it. <laughs> I've never watched a Power Rangers in my life. I, I got so <laughs> mad when I did that to you. It was so fucking funny. Aren't the Power Rangers, like, normal people? Like, don't they just have normal names? Can't they do. Be- they're teenagers with attitude. I mean, there's a lot of generations of Power Rangers. I think Riley gave us a number that was enough that we'd have to go into, like, at least one other series. Uh, oh, not making up new names. I thought you were, like, mad to, he's like make up ten Power Ranger no. names. Like, okay, uh, Adrian no, no. Stevens. Name ten actual, t- name ten actual That's Power Rangers. That's absurd. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, Riley. That's insane. What are you thinking? And again, Riley, Riley, the Power Rangers person, could almost, just barely do I it. I mean, they did it, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair did enough. Um, it shows it's possible, you know? Yeah. You can make it if you um, try. Can make it if we try. Um, and uh, lastly, I want to shout out the Noisepace.xyz network of podcasts. There are they we, we're we're on there. Um, Matt GameCube adopted our little podcast and brought us into a home with lots and lots of other podcasters. And there's lots and lots of room for us to run around and play with the other podcasts. And we love doing that. So go to Noisepace.xyz and check them out. Um, yeah, that is the end of our show. Um, thank you, sickos for gracing Happy our... Happy to. Thank you for having us. Yes. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I had a good time. I Again, every time guests come on, I realize that the sheer amount of context that is required to make this show good is a lot more than I actually <laughs> realize. Um, so I, I respect you so much for like just getting through it um, and having a good time nonetheless. Um, yeah. And with that, I will set myself face down. Um into a, a big dragon that kidnaps me and takes me away. I set myself face down and uh, uh, just uh, get uh, my card stolen from me. Thief, stop. Come back. All right. I summon, I play Reborn the Monster to bring Garuzis back to the field. Oh my god, he's face up. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Peach. Peach. See you.